Welcome to Motherhood Motivation, brought to you by Supermum Society. That little voice inside your ear full of inspiration, motivation and support on this amazing journey through motherhood. We bring you short podcasts full of powerful game changers to help you enjoy your motherhood and love your life. We know you're busy, so let's get into it. It's nearly that time. 1st of January, New Year's resolutions. Now, I particularly see a lot of people in the self-development space, people that I really value um, and trust with a lot of their information, but saying that they don't like a New Year's resolution. And I'm like, no, I love a New Year's resolution. I love a New Year's resolution. Now, don't get me wrong. I am I'm there with you on the like failing, falling flat on my face with the New Year's resolution. But I love the trying of it. Definitely. I mean, I'm much better now at choosing my resolutions and defining them and planning them and actually having a hope in hell of achieving them. But even when I used to fall flat on my face with them, I still love the buzz I got from even trying So that is definitely fact number one, why I love New Year's resolution. It's just about the trying. It's about having that vision of something better, be it a little habit or like a big life change, that that vision that things can get better and that you can live a life different from how you're living your life at the moment and things like that. Like I just, I love that. that. That is number one reason I love New Year's resolution. But then... There's the fact that it's the fresh start, it's the start of the year, it's the start of the month, like it's a, it's a first, I just love beginnings of those kind of things anyway, so of course I'm going to love a New Year's resolution, but it's often the time, it gives you that starting point, it gives you that date that's been like, right, from this date, because otherwise you're like, you'll be like, Monday, next Monday, next Monday, next Monday, you keep putting it off, first of January, you're like, I'm going for it, even if it only lasts a few weeks, at least you did it for a few weeks, at least you tried it. Then you can assess, is it failing because it's not actually right for me? Or is it failing because I haven't got the infrastructure in place that I need to actually achieve that thing? What more do I need to learn to be able to achieve that thing? I mean, fitness is obviously one of the big obvious ones. And like health and fitness, uh, a lot of people, it's like losing weight, I'm going to get in better shape, I'm going to take better care of myself. But you really need to specifically define so that's one of my big tips for actually achieving your your goal and your New Year's resolution is make it specific and measurable. So what is I want to get a bit healthier is not specific. Set an actual target. I want to be able to run a 10K in under an hour or I want to be able to run a 5K in under an hour. <laughs> Make a specific thing that you can actually say when you've achieved it. That's quite a nice way of doing it. And then it doesn't need, necessarily need to last the whole year. Maybe you'll find yourself that you've achieved that in six months, four months, and then it's just maintaining it for the year, like keeping that level of fitness. Uh, maybe you've already got a level of fitness and you're like, I want to maintain my current level of fitness by still being able to run a 10k in under an hour by the end of 2020. So make it specific. Or I'm going to stop eating chocolate on Monday through Friday, or I'm only going to eat things that have less than five grams of sugar per 100 grams, whatever it is that that works for you. Like make it a specific thing. Being like, I'm going to be generally healthier is not, not, no, 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 not happening. If it's a longer resolution, 
then you want a way of tracking like benchmark points along the way. So for me, I'm currently am on a body, a goal body journey uh, in preparation for uh, the galaxy pageants that I'm doing um, in March. So I'm already on that body journey. And on the, it's around the 8th of the month. I try and be quite strict with it being the 8th of the month, but uh, my weigh-in is at like 6 a.m. And sometimes I can't get to the gym where the special scales are to weigh myself at 6 a.m. on the 8th. So, And I'd rather keep the time consistent and maybe go a day before or a day after. Uh, so actually, November, prime example, I was at a conference on the, I was, yeah, I was going to a conference the day after I should have weighed in, so I couldn't do it then. The actual day of, I had an interview booked first thing in the morning, so I couldn't weigh in at 6 and get home to do the online interview at 6.15, uh, so I had to move it to the day before. Um, but the time is more important because how your body fluctuates throughout the day is quite essential, so you always want to track it at the same time and uh, of the day. And also look at the specific thing you're tracking. So I'm going to stick with body here because uh, that's one I'm about to do another weigh-in on very soon. I don't really give two hoots about what I weigh, but for me, it's body fat percentage will give me a really good indication if I'm on track to achieve the, the shape and definition that I want because with body fat percentage and my muscle is increasing. So it's a mixture of looking at my body fat percentage and my muscle percentage um, and having those as my sort of set specific targets I can tick off and say, yes, I've achieved my goal because I've hit this body fat percentage. So those are the things I'm tracking. Um, I'm also doing specific measurements around my body. So looking at the centimeters and things like that, because actually I haven't got a huge amount of centimeters I want to lose off most of me. So it's making sure that with all the fat I lose, that I'm filling it out with muscle. That is the combination of measurements that I need to get the physique that I want. So make sure you're tracking something and tracking something that's very specific to the goal that you are trying to achieve, particularly if it's something that's going to take you the whole year or the vast majority of the year to achieve. And then you also want to be able to know that you've maintained that. So actually having a specific figure um, or at least a rough, I mean, maybe it's within, you're like, I want to be between 68 and 72 kilograms. Like that's going to be my happy zone or whatever it is, like whatever the number is. Um, you could have a little window to allow for fluctuation if it's something you want to consistently be maintaining because we do fluctuate. We fluctuate throughout the month, particularly if we're women. Um, we fluctuate throughout the day, things like that. Like it's crazy, the fluctuations throughout the day sometimes. It really, really is. Anyway, so yeah, make it measurable, make it trackable, set yourself some mini goals and things along the way as well. Now, depending on your personality type, some people find it easier to keep it a secret and some people find it easier to make sure they've decreed it to everyone. I'm a decree it to everyone and I find accountability in that. Like if loads of people know, also within the circle of community I've built around me, I know those people will be cheering me on and supporting me and they will show interest in my journey of whatever it is that I'm trying to do. So if you've got that kind of circle and community, it can be quite nice to speak up to them. However, if your circle and community are quite negative, they're not really goal getters, then it might be easier to keep it to yourself. So you need to decide which way on that one for yourself, basically. I also like to write these things down in a prominent place. So I will have in my 
uh, I have a little notebook that I run through. I do sort of monthly check-ins and in the front of that, it has my goals as my New Year's resolutions because those two things for me are very different. Um, I have longer term goals and New Year's resolutions are, well, for the year on the on, on, in general. Um, I have my bucket list and stuff in there as well. So I like to have an actual pen to paper write down of them. Something I do with my long term goals for my life is every morning I write them out as if I've already achieved them. And um, this I found really interesting because towards the beginning of the year, the list was much longer and I've realised that some of them just didn't actually resonate with me. Some of them will naturally come true as byproducts of some of the other ones. And I, so it was basically like I was duplicating them. I didn't need to write them down twice. Um, so that list has gotten shorter and shorter throughout the year. Um, and it's really helped me hone in on the important ones. So you might want to do that with your New Year's resolution is write it out every morning as if you've achieved it. Um, it's just a really nice reminder of what you're trying to do and why. Uh, so yeah, definitely. That's a very, a very good tip. Um, I think, who did I get that off? Rachel Hollis, uh, Girl Wash Your Face and Girl Stop Apologising, those two books, which are awesome. Uh, she, yeah, she's the one that, that brought that one to my attention. And yeah, I really, really like doing that. Changing habits is really hard. So you need to know your why, why you're doing it. And it needs to be something personal to you. I hope that goes without saying, to be honest, but might not. So make sure that you're not just doing this thing because someone else is doing it or you felt like you should have one. If you're quite happy with everything at the moment, there's nothing really you want to change. There's no point in having New Year's resolution. If the concept of New Year's resolution doesn't work for you, then don't do it. It's as simple as that. I'm always like, be yourself. So just don't do it if it doesn't resonate with you. But have a deep-rooted why. So off the top of my head, one of our things was I wanted to shop for our food locally and with limited packaging. So I managed to find a butcher and a greengrocer. And we've been going to those pretty much without fail every week. Like There may have been three weeks over the whole year. Maybe we were only going to be here for like a couple of days of it. So we, I stuck and the packet of sausages instead of going to the butchers or like the kid was ill or something like that. It may have been like three, three weeks or something like that. But on the whole, we managed to get all our meat from the butchers without packaging. I took Tupperwares in or he had paper packaging and I'd forego the plastic bit like liner. His plastic liners were biodegradable uh, or compostable. Um, but I'm always still a bit dubious about. And also it's still using a product that doesn't need to be used. Like just because something is recyclable doesn't if I can go without it or I can use something reusable I still think that's better and um, so I take Tupperwares and stuff in and same with the veg um, if there was something I needed a pot for um, they reused the plastic pots that the berries came in so like strawberries raspberries blueberries and um, so I take a Tupperware in they could decant it or I took the plastic pot back next time I went back but most of it was able to just go straight into my reusable bag much easier and those were two of my new year's resolutions and my big why was that I feel terrible for how I've abused the planet over the years. It's also helped that the environment has been such a massive hot topic and rightly so this year and long may that continue. Um, not the problems but the fact that we should be looking after our planet a little bit more and um, that that's been like in the forefront of my mind like I couldn't really go nearly a day without having that in my face and it's made me better with recycling as well as what we choose and shop for and um, I am all about food prep and food planning and things like that so we waste very little food things don't tend to come into our house and go off 
Um, if food comes into our house, it's going to be consumed. It's not going to be wasted. Um, and they said strong why. And I'm constantly reminded of my why because of what is in uh, social media and the news and things like that. So that's really helped with that one. But if your news resolution isn't a hot topic, then it's going to be up to you with how you can keep that motivation going for whatever you choose your New Year's resolution to be. I hope these tips have been helpful and useful for you. I would love to hear what some of your New Year's resolutions are. Um, Rock on over to the Instagram and find the infographic for this episode and pop below with your New Year's resolutions. Maybe we can be your virtual accountability buddy. so much for joining us for this episode and if you have enjoyed it please hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any in the future every download really does mean so so much so thank you for spending some of your precious time with us we would really appreciate a quick review because this helps us spread the message and reach more mums looking for a little motivation for a whole host of free game-changing resources, head over to supermumsociety.com forward slash resources or connect with us on Instagram. Our handle is at supermumsociety. We look forward to connecting with you on this amazing journey through motherhood. And remember that being a supermum is all about being the mum that you want to be.